0: This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Oh, what a light we get to share today as we're digging around and we find some neat beautiful gems today in the nun verse of the 14th verse of the chapter of chapter 5. And so this is just, um, <laughs> wow, I don't know how to say it. I'll just say it in English and, and we'll go. There are so many different interpretations of this. We're just going to do the first part of verse 14 because there's two things that we got to cover in depth here. So since we're describing to me, you know, these attributes of Jesus, like here we're getting a really good look at Jesus as he's described nowhere else in the scriptures, And so, you know, as the Holy Spirit and Solomon described all this uh, with so many different meanings, it's just absolutely spectacular. So, chapter 4, I mean, excuse me, verse 14, his hands are as gold rings set with beryl, and uh, is the way that that reads (laughs) in English. And so you got this idea of Jesus' hands, and there are so many different interpretations of this and and they're all beautiful and I think in their own way, they're all, you know, neat and accurate. Um I, I love what Diane Cunio said in her book on the Song of Solomon that this could be described as as the nail marks in Jesus' hands that would be circular and the idea of a barrel from her standpoint could be red. And that's the neat thing about that stone, a barrel is <laughs> that you can interpret the colors of that a lot of different ways. The Jews uh, believe that that stone is blue, like the Tarshish idea of light blue of the of the um, priest garments. Um, really cool idea. I happen to agree that it probably is light blue, but that's just my interpretation. But Rashi said that the idea of these rings is that that God is rolling much good to the world. Um, that Jesus is is certainly doing that, and I, I like the idea of rings and that whole idea of Gilgal, and the stone was rolled away, and, you know, he rolled away our reproach, and and so that's a beautiful idea of that, and then Matthew Henry, he said that these were rings like you would wear a wedding ring, (laughs) which would make sense, you know, since the Song of Solomon, and it's all about a marriage, and that in this case, his rings were providence and grace, and, 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 of course, you know, I see all that as well, and I think, you know, that's absolutely beautiful. Well, as I dug into this, um, I gotta tell you, I, I went deep because as I was telling you, the way I've I've been trying to interpret these is to get an idea of what is the letter that is describing the verse, which in this case is the nun, and you might remember the first verse in the nun section is thy word is a lamp unto our feet. and, and then the letter nun has to do with faith and our souls and very much a lamp to a, to an extent. Um and and that shows up in a lot of different ways in this verse, in my opinion. And then I told you that that I really felt like these ten uh, descriptions of Christ would line up, like the Holy Spirit just gave me that idea, that they would line up with the ten utterances in Genesis. And we've studied it that way, and it really helps me interpret things. Well, when you look at the utterance that would be the fifth utterance is, let there be the moon and the sun <laughs> and the seasons, which which lines up in so many different ways with what what is being shown here, and it's set in this blue setting, right, which is where you would find the sun, is in this light blue, and that makes sense to me. It also makes sense to me that the rings have to do with seasons and, and cycles, and clearly, you know, as so I started to you know think through how does this come together that Jesus's hands you know, have the moon and the stars and that kind of thing. And I thought, wow, Revelation talks about these stars being in Jesus' hands as well. And it actually speaks of it in Ecclesiastes too. And and so as I began to just really think, 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 and process, actually, because the letter Nun has everything to do with faith, I just felt like, man, the Holy Spirit's going to show me what all this, how this all comes together. Well, here, how it comes together for me is that, Yes, Jesus has the sun and the moon and his hands and the seasons because he holds our future, right? That has everything to do with time. And when you think about it, his left hand is under our head and his right hand embraces us. And another psalm I quote every day is the 16th psalm. And in that, he says, you know, he holds when he says, thou art my portion, O Lord, and you hold our lots. You know, again, being the idea of your future. Well, (laughs) You know, he holds his future in our hands. I mean, therein lies the overall concept, which fits well with Matthew Henry's ring of providence and fits well with what Rashi was talking about. He rolls good things towards us. But it means a little bit more than that to me as we think about him having the sun and the moon in his hands and and that kind of thing is that he literally has got the future all Right, where and 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 his word will be the last word, and he really does hold our future in so many different ways. And with that comes faith, right? Dawn is coming in the morning, September brings fall. (laughs) In other words, these seasons are things that are faithful that have to do with that letter none, and you can count on them. And 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 I think this is increasingly beautiful as I've really thought through like, wow, Jesus does hold all these things, which all have to do with, right? I just count on the fact, right, that I'm going to have air to breathe. I, I count on the fact that my heart is going to pump, even though I don't make it pump. You know, I count on all these things that essentially God set up that are completely faithful, right? And so but what what I think he's trying to tell me really is I can totally trust my future. The things that I'm concerned about, I should be resting because who holds the future? He holds it in his hand. I mean, literally, the sun and the moon and the stars. And as we see this as what was described in that utterance in Genesis, so I'll just go ahead and, and read this passage in Genesis because it's really <laughs> when you think about the faithful and of this of this, which by the way, it just happened to be the nun verse. <laughs> it is also the fourteenth verse in Genesis. I'm just saying I, you know, I d I don't make this stuff up. If you look at the 14th verse, it's the nun verse of Genesis one. And it says, And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be signs and for seasons, and for days, and for years. Like, wow. <laughs> you know, as I think about Jesus has all those in his hands, I, I, I believe that's absolutely the case, and I believe that it was set in the Tarshish stone, which when you also look at Tarshish from a standpoint of that was a city that was on the sea, and when you think of that color blue, and you might know that the Tarshish stone is also the stone that is in um, Ezekiel's dream of the wheels that that have all the eyes are also in that light blue color, in my opinion, and I once drew a picture of that with the eyes. And so if you think about a peacock's tail— right? It's that color blue, that tarshish blue with eyes covered all over it. And when you make two peacock tails, you get the whole wheel. And I don't think that's any accident. If you wonder why a peacock has the tail, he does. I think it's a picture of Ezekiel's wheels. I've thought that for years. I drew a picture like that maybe 15 years ago. I don't but a long time ago, but I've always thought that. And so when you get this picture of that blue that's in a peacock's tail, okay, and that, and that sky and Jesus's hands set with these rings like This to me is just has everything to do with the sun will come up tomorrow. (laughs) You know, bet your bottom dollar, as they say, you know, Jesus is going to come through just like it came through for me, actually in this verse, right? Because i got to tell you, about an hour and a half into my study, I was totally lost. And I was like, I just can't put it together. How does the nun fit together with the stars and the moon? And how does this fit together with his hands and revelation and what Rashi's saying and what Matthew Henry? And then all of a sudden, it just, just all came into clarity. Why? Because he's faithful. The Holy Spirit is faithful. If you sit there and study these things and look at him, he wants you to see it. He wants you to see the beauty of the peacock's tail. He, he, he in fact, I don't know if you've ever heard this, that it was one of the things that drove Darwin crazy. You know, when, after he came with his evolution idea, he just could not understand how this peacock's tail would evolve. That made no sense to him. I can understand that. I'm glad it drove him crazy. It drives me to worship, to think, wow, that is so cool. Because if you look at that peacock's tail, that color blue covered in eyes, and you think about the idea of the Tarshish and the idea of of the eyes of Ezekiel's wheels, wow, I mean, you know. (laughs) Do you think that isn't, like, just an unbelievable picture of faith? I think it is.